0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Hey guys,
1: this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppenrathus.
2: Good evening, everyone. Actually, it could be morning, you know. No, i no, I've just noticed it because everyone might be listening in the morning tomorrow. So, yeah, good take anyway. But anyway, good <laughs> evening, <my. laughs> Good evening. Good morning, everyone, wherever you are. This is a new episode of Coppin' Fracas brought to you by Touchdown Fracas, of course. I'm joined by three lovely gentlemen. Um, we're currently celebrating, smoking on the hot pack, smoking on the top five, um, you know, because United just held one, held, held another loss in the Champions League to young boys. But you know we're here to talk about Liverpool. If you want to um, hear about man, United, uh, about man United chat, you can go over to Muga. Every Tuesday, uh, um gets released every Tuesday. Um, scripto actually had an amazing, amazing foresight. I must add. Um, he had a long Ooh. rant about Aaron Bisaka today, and lo and behold, who 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 fucked up the base for them? That Congolese brother. So <laughs> so I'm joined right, today.
3: Let me just jump in there, man. I was having a back and forth a while ago. You know, maybe this time not. <laughs> <laughs> on Discord, flaming back and forth, you know, and I was like, oh. No, I want is not a great defender outside of being one on one. And shout out Elijah, man, he done his thing.
2: Yeah, man. We just we you know, we've got to start off with some with some disgusting, you know, be, being disgusting a bit, you know. We have, we've been hearing hearing about this guy being compared to Trent, God knows why. But yeah, man, here we are. Um, anyway, let me introduce you to everyone that's here today. I'm joined to, with Ellis. How are you?
4: Yes, brother, I'm all right, you know. I'm OK, fam. That pack. It's loud, potent. I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we,
2: you, you heard Marco before, you know, um, he's out on Discord, always handing out bowels, been holding it down for us.
3: Marco, how are you? What's good, what's good, man? Different vibes, different settings. You know, I don't want to say too much, but we're looking good, man. We're pairing still. Unfortunately, we'll get yeah, to the heart the stuff, but it is what it is, man.
2: Ah, still- yeah, man. Tough injury, boy. But uh, I'm also joined by Peter. Peter, how are you? Uh, you're, you're, you've you're been back in the cut for a while and you haven't even said anything, even our ops. We're smoking on top five today.
1: Yeah, man. I'm just, I'm moving in silence, man. am moving in silence. We're cooking. We're there. But yeah, my man's good. How, how are you, Julian? I'm all right, you know. I'm, I can't
2: lie to you. I'm very tired. Um, this uh coming back to work thing, uh, um, being in the office is it's it's a madness, I can't lie, it's not for the faint hearted, so yeah, um, don't get into it unless unless you're willing to sell your soul, um, to the company that you work for. But moving away from work, we're here to talk about football. And over the weekend, we had a very, very, very nice result, went to Leeds, um, and picked up a 3 nil a win. Um, Salah, as always, fit and firing, Fabinho. Scoring, which is not something we always see all the time, and Mane, who will actually who will actually do a deep dive on today, um, getting on the score sheet as well. Um, but I want to come to you first, Peter, because I remember when I saw the initial lineup, um, and I had some words about a certain Guinean player, a prisoner of war, as um, some people were calling him last week. So, uh, <laughs> after seeing that lineup, how did you feel? <laughs> A
1: prisoner. Oh my god! But um, yeah. So... Hey, I'm not. I'm not going to talk on that personally. Hey, I will leave that to, to you, to you guys. But um, so yeah. So the lineup. Obviously, we started with the the same um, as, um Chelsea. So Trent, Robo, Van Dijk, Matip, and then that's Fabinho holding, and then we had Mister Tiago. Tiago Alcantara makes his first start of the season. Obviously, a lot of people were calling saying, "Where is he?" Well, he's arrived. He's here. He's good. <laughs> he's there. But um, and also we have Harvey Elliott. Obviously, he's made his third start of the season. That's the most of any of the midfielders. So again, that showed how much Klopp actually trusted him um, to give him his third start, being so young. And then Jota comes back in. Obviously, for me was injured with Salah and Mane. But yeah, when I looked at the lineup, I was I was quite happy when I saw it because it was like for me, I've been wanting to see um. Tiago start, Tiago come back into the team because I know what he can bring um in terms of retrain, retaining the ball, progressing play, and also just helping our midfield. So I was quite happy to see him. And my I think my thing with the midfield is that we was kind of having a back and forth, me and Julian in the chat. And obviously Julian was saying that like why is Kate not starting? Why is K not there? And my thing is that like I'm not really looking at it as a disadvantage for any of the midfielders if they're not starting because our midfield keeps rotating every game. So, literally, Oxus started a game, has started two, Elliot started three, Fabinho started two, Henderson started one, like, and Henderson started two. So, like, again, all of these midfielders are getting a chance, all these midfielders are starting. I think we're going to have to get used to our midfield ball tank quite a lot. Obviously, the last two seasons, two or three seasons, um, we've been used to kind of like a same Fabinho, Genie, Henderson, Fabinho, Genie, K R, Fabinho, Genie, plus one, you know what I'm saying? But this year, I think, Liverpool fans gonna have to get used to a lot of rotating because, again, a lot a lot of our midfielders are kind of not injury prone, but they get a lot of knocks, and um, so yeah, I don't think that apart from Fabinho, I don't think any of them be able to play like three four games in a row, like boom boom boom. You know what I am saying? So yeah, um, just depending on the game, depending on how um, what tools we need for that game. Yeah, I am happy. I was happy with the midfield. Yeah,
2: man. Uh, I I must say, though, after actually speaking to you when we was in the chat, um, obviously, I'm not going to mention in the chat because I'm I'm a stubborn dickhead, but I actually did see where he was coming from. And uh, I definitely, exactly what you said um, just now, we're going to see a lot of rotation in this midfield. And that's probably something a lot of us, especially over the last couple of years with Klopp, aren't used to. Um, But I did still find it funny. I must admit, though, it is funny that you know Harvey Elliott, who's what just turned eighteen, has more of a starting more, more 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 of a starting position than Naby Keïta from what we've seen so far. So I'm gonna come over to you, Marco. How do you? Like, obviously, you can give your thoughts on the lineup as well. But how do you see that? Like, um, obviously, it's unfortunate that Elliott got injured. Spoiler alert, everyone! But how do you see um Klopp trusting um Harvey Elliott over Kater seemingly over the se- over the start of the season?
3: It's funny that you come to me as someone that still has underlying <laughs> navcoin stocks, in it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah man, I had to get the right guy. I had to get the right guy, man. No, so... Do you know what? Yeah, I like it in it. I like the fact that you have different arrows in your quiver in it. And I remember chipping into the conversation you and Peter had, and I was literally saying I think it's better that we are rotating players and we are bringing in players for different aspects of the game. Um, just to go into the lineup quickly before I mentioned the Harvey Elliott and Naby trade off, I was really happy with the lineup. I felt like he may have got it wrong, so I thought Klopp had it wrong with starting Thiago. And that's not because Thiago is not an amazing player; it's because Leeds are such high intensity, such a high intensity team, and I felt like he was going to have to cover so much ground that it would bode well for maybe a Henderson to start, someone that is going to offer that industry. But we'll get onto to Thiago's performance later on. In terms of Harvey Elliott and Naby Keita, I feel like at this moment in time, Harvey Elliott offers the sort of incisiveness that we need in the team. And Naby Keita, as well as he's played in the first two games that he started this season, he hasn't got that level of chemistry, first of all, that Trent, Salah and Elliot have. Someone always, I can't remember who it was within the chat that said ballers, no ballers, and those three, ballers, no ballers, and it lit. sorry, it was Peter. And the way them not interchange, the way Harvey's able to drop into Salah's areas to let Salah move inside or drop into Trent's areas to let Trent move inside. I remember even seeing Salah tracking back and he was at right back at one point because Trent was so far up the field we're just chilling there. The chemistry that them three have is so unique that I personally wouldn't want to bring Naby Keita onto the left and disrupt the balance of the side. So if you have one side that's extremely incisive with the way that we play football, one side needs to be a bit more balanced because the fullbacks are going to just bombard forward anyway. Mm. So I like to have a midfield three of one DM, definitely Fabinho, um, one midfielder that plays not the genie role, but essentially the genie role that's not going too far forward, but is able to cover space, um, recover the ball, pass at the right time, make the pass before the pass, as opposed to being extremely incisive and getting into the box. And then one midfielder that is going to be extremely incisive. And when we've offered Cater that license to go forward and be extremely incisive, he doesn't look as good as... Elliot does or Elliot has done for these past three games, and if you want to include preseason, preseason in it. So, for me, you go with that balance, and then you pick the ideal player for that balance. And At that time, it was Harvey Elliot in it. Harvey Elliot, star boy. I've been watching local since I believe December 2019 when we had that Harvey and Ferb episode or Harvey and Herb episode. I think he played in a Carabao Cup game, and he was just Harvey. amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like, nah, yeah. This is the one. Like I was thinking, Jones is good, yeah, but Harvey, like what he could do with the ball at this moment in time and his tactical IQ at this moment in time is nuts. Some people are saying he didn't even have a great game on. Um, was it Sunday? Saturday. Yeah.
0: Sunday. Um, Sunday.
3: Sunday. Before he got injured, and to me, it didn't even look like he had a bad game for me. Like no. he was picking up the balls in the right area. Even if he didn't perform to the level people would have expected of a player of Liverpool standard, I feel like he still put in a very solid performance. His energy was high. He was beating his man whenever he needed to beat his man. There was an opportunity where he got into the box and he had two strikes at goal one on his left foot, one on his right foot. We don't normally see Liverpool players do that. On top of that, you don't really get to see many 18 year olds with that confidence, with that license to go forward. So, I feel like he's been playing extremely well and you don't take someone out of the side that has that chemistry and is playing extremely well for somebody that is hit and miss. And as much as I love Naby, he is hit and miss. You don't know what you're going to get from Naby Keita. But unfortunately, he's injured at the moment. He, Elliot, offers some sort of consistency going forward Hmm. in terms of when you put him on the pitch, you know he's going to give it his all. And you know he's still going to have that chemistry with... Salah and Trent, even if he's not playing that well. And that up chemistry with Salah and Trent allows Salah and Trent to play well, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's able to, somewhat similar to Genie, sacrifice some of his game if he's not playing well to let others play well
0: mm-hmm. is what
3: Klopp likes in the team. And that's the type of player that Klopp loves. Give him 100% and be able to contribute to the team, even when you're not playing well in it. So that's my nice take on it. Uh, you
2: you you've made a lot of good points there. Um, I definitely feel like that. You know, the the critique on Harvey Elliott's performance, especially on, against Leeds, was a bit much. If there is if there was some critique, I didn't really see a lot. But again, you said that a lot of people said that he didn't play well. But in this Liverpool midfield,
0: in the chat. I need oh. to look through the chat and like read up
3: properly. But I think it was someone in the chat that said he didn't have a magnificent game, and I was like, hmm. Yes, he didn't, have-
2: he didn't have a magnificent game, but we'll get onto Harvey Elliott in a bit. Um, even though we'll talk about his injury more so than his actual more so than the game they played. But I feel like he had a steady game. I feel like with centre mids, especially, it's very hard for you to have a quote unquote magnificent game without getting an assist or a goal. Because we can clearly see with Thiago, he's basically been doing what he's been doing all basically, I'll say for the last I'll say 10 games. Last ten games of the Premier League that he's played from this season and last season, but everyone will wax lyrical about his performance because he got an assist when he's been basically doing this, basically since maybe what March, April, since he's come back from his injury and picked up the pace. Um, I'm gonna come on to you, Ellis, um, because we haven't heard from you yet, and you was on the main the main pod um, of Touchline, and you get you gave your thoughts a bit, but um, yeah, um, how like what was your thoughts on the lineup when it came out? And um, we did see Klopp talk about possibly giving Robber a rest. Um, I don't know if that was a bit of a pump fake from him, um, and, and then um, we could could have saw Shimikas in the side. And yeah, uh, what what like what what was your initial um, thoughts on the lineup? And also seeing Harvey Elliott as, along with these two guys.
4: Um, I think I kind of liked the lineup because I thought it was a bit balanced. Um, I didn't really mind because we had Tiago in there. Um, Elliott deserved it. I thought Hendo will play. I was kind of actually I was kind of surprised that Elliott played. I thought Hendo would come in. And just um, offer a bit more stability. Mm. But, um, in the game, it showed why we played it because we, we was offered so much space in that midfield. That at times, it looked like it was just us in the midfield. I'm not too sure what these were on, but yeah, that's their business, isn't it? But yeah, we we were just running rings around them. So it, it made sense because Elliot is an decisive passer. So he likes to get the ball. He likes to dribble a bit and move into space. So yeah, I, I kind of like the I kind of like the um the the uh, what's it called. The lineup is what I expected, maybe minus Elliot. Uh, In regards to Elliot, I thought again he had a steady game. Um, We got to 10 minutes into the second half and we lost a bit of control, even Mm. though, yeah, at that time it was still 11 11, so we lost a bit of control. And I think it wasn't anything to do with Elliot's game, I just think fatigue started to kick in for him just mm-hmm. just being a young boy you know what I'm saying Like he's only 18 so like, running up and down against men you, you, you can tire out a bit so I thought yeah bring on Hendel just to shore it up show it up a bit and just keep our, our foot on the ball but apart from that yeah um, he wasn't like, he wasn't out of this world but he wasn't bad he, he was steady and that's what we want mm-hmm. from him. you know what I'm saying we just want some steady games for him but yeah you can see his talent um, a couple times he took a couple shots um he does the right thing at the right time, which is what you want from a young player, yeah. But overall, overall, overall I wasn't really too fussed with the starting line, that was all right, it was calm and, and, really, and it showed in the game,
2: yeah. Um, it definitely did show in the game. Um, so now we're just going to move on to how like, we performed. Um, I personally, um, Peter, uh, you can attest to this, guy. I'm going to come to you next. I personally feel like Leeds played into our hands a lot. Um, they do this thing where I don't want to say this because it might sound harsh. Sound harsh, but they forget who they are. Sometimes they think they they want to, which is I, I respect it because BS love is do or die. It's like you're gonna if we're gonna play, we're gonna play none of this low block stuff because you're one of the best teams in the league and the best teams in the world. We're gonna play our game, and and last last year it kind of worked out well for them in terms because we gave them we we gave them a lucky draw. Because we wasn't able to finish our dinner, and we had so many chances. But this year, we, um, this season, sorry, we saw that we had too many chances, um, and we, you know the score ended up being a 3 0 whitewash. So, Peter, I'm just going to come to you. How do you think we performed against Bielsa and his Leeds boys? And you know, um, any do you have anyone that you, that stood out to you in particular?
1: Um, I think. Oh yeah. So I think Bielsa. Yeah, I think you will pronounce it Biesla. I think oh, it's Bielsa. Oh, okay. Bielsa. Why does it yeah. Bielsa. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think, I think yeah, we played well. Like, um, I think, so the way Bielsa plays is that he plays the man-to-man system and it's everyone, you have to yeah. win your duels, you go up against your man, you have to win your battles. But I think it's just suicide. When you're playing against a top six team, to me, I think that's complete suicide because, like, they're a big team and they've got more money than you. They've got more resources than you. So they're going to have better players than you. And essentially, you're asking these players who haven't got the same ability as these um, big teams as these other players to go toe-to-toe with them, to match them. And I just think that's insane because the big teams, are going to have better players than you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why would you do that? The best way to beat a big team is to stay, is to work as a team, work as, um, like, a, a unit, try and soak up pressure, maybe hit them on a break or, you know what I'm saying, take your chances, so I'm saying. So, I just think it's it's, it's complete it's um, complete suicide because... And I, I see why Klopp started Thiago and Elliot because, obviously, when you're playing against a man-to-man system, you want your players to kind of beat their man. And then once they beat their man, there's space. There's a load of space, you know what I'm saying? Because you're going man-to-man. So, obviously, when Elliott gets the ball, he can beat a man and then pick a pass. When Thiago gets the ball, he can beat a man and pick a pass. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, and that's how it played out. I think Leeds, they kind of started off well. I remember the chance that they had. Um, Rafinha does well. Um um gives it back to Rodrigo and then but he shoots it straight at Ellison. And then after like the first initial where the crowd was rocking, um Ellen Rhodes like was you know what I'm saying it was lively. We came into the game, grew into the game quite a lot, um, and we started playing well. Um standouts for me in terms of performances. Um who would I say? Um I would say obviously so that, that right hand side, um Salah and Trent, I think they were given that junior junior Furpo a horrible, horrible, horrible day. Like, oh my Barcelona, God. Barcelona, yeah. Oh my, oh just my. Just one God. point they... on Barcelona, yeah. They they keep tricking y'all with these fullbacks. <laughs> they bro. keep tricking y'all with these fullbacks. <laughs> like just because bro. they're fast, Bart, haven't been there good. So that's tomato, um, furpo, and that Emerson guy. And I, I ain't not see much of the Emerson Man. guy, but I'm just saying, be nah, careful. Nah, nah. Uh, do you
4: know what it is I was about to say that Emerson <laughs> that comes from involved as well because Isaiah uh, was cooking him, bro. bro, bro. So I was
0: saying, be careful. Yeah, he did, bro.
4: I'm not going to lie of All of these, like,
2: uh, melanated guys that are coming from Spain here, yeah, I've got to be honest yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest yeah, I, can't, like, I don't know what's going on at Barcelona. And the thing is, Barcelona making
3: good on, money they it? it? much sangria still. Right. They're right. over at Barca still. They're, They're getting, getting some...
1: good fees for them. Good fees, bro. Well, I'm not too much paella, bro. Like, I don't know what's That's going on over there. I bro. think in the Liga, obviously their PMP looks mad, isn't it? So when they play for these small sides, their PMP looks mad, but they can't actually defend. <laughs> So again, you it, it comes easily. You
2: know what's even crazy about that that, that that um statement?
1: They don't look yeah. mad.
2: In, in in Barcelona, wherever they play, they look shit as well, bruv. Like you just don't <laughs> watch them enough. Like, well, like every <laughs> they time look- I've them, they're just yeah, this is a bit flashy and techie. Like every time I've I, I know Sweden, from,
1: I know Emerson. When I watched Emerson and La Liga, he was looking decent, innit? He was looking all right. So that's what I'm saying from him. But obviously, it's a different thing coming to Premier League. A different thing. But yeah, anyway, he was getting cooked by Salah. Salah was giving him a horrible, horrible day. Was come on, his left foot. Trent was coming inside. That triangle was working him. Um So yeah, I think they looked good. Um Tiago, I think Tiago was quite a, a steady performance for him. Like just a, a steady, nice. Like obviously, when it comes to Tiago, people expect like the mad, the mad thing. You know what I'm saying? The, the step back, the what's called step overs. Like well, it was just a steady one. He kept the ball well. What impressed me as well is how he coped with the kind of physicality and the rigours of Leeds game. So. When they were pressing them, he was able to just be strong, beat the press, nick the ball, break up play. I think that that quite impressed me about Thiago's performance. I'll I'll be honest with you. Thiago had the whole midfield to have a jolly up because
2: Leeds, they have like this weirdest disconnect where their goalkeeper and defence is pretty good, to be fair. It's not bad. Um, And then their midfield is just complete championship. And apart from but, Calvin, Phillips. but there is no midfield, though Julian. It's only
1: Phillips in there.
2: Yeah, they literally. So <laughs> no, there is no I, midfield. <laughs> so I don't, like Thiago had the whole Julian because no one was going to press him apart from Calvin Phillips, and he's just a man on the island. When 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 yeah. whenever counter attack no one was going to press Thiago. Thiago. Thiago had all the time. He even uh, he even does some things. I even saw him dribble. I hardly see him dribble. Like when he when he when he's at Liverpool. he's always get the ball, keep it moving. Man was dribbling about, looking up, finding passes like. He's made it so easy for him, and credit to him because I, I felt like his game wasn't steady. I felt like he had a very good game. Um, got the assist, of course, but away away from that, he had a very very comfortable game. So I'm gonna to come to you next, Marco. Um, we were talking about um, we gonna get into standouts before. Um, you mentioned Harvey Elliott. Um, who else stood up for you, and, and who else impressed you in this game? Um, Matic. I
3: thought that Matic was very progressive on the ball. Um. Even for Salah's... So, the standout moment for Matic was Salah's goal. It? He steps forward, takes the ball past two, man. Um, I felt like he messed up the pass. So, like, it went to Salah, it bounced back to him, and I thought, oh, yeah, Salah's just in there. Like, Fred it through to Salah. And he waits, takes his time, because Matic is Matic in it. Like, he's going to be patient. He's not going to be rushed on the ball. Slides it out to Trent, and that's great movement from Salah, innit? Um... I feel like Allison was confident. I don't think it was an amazing game, but he filled me with confidence every single time they were in and around the box. Um, but mainly Matip is the other standout for me still. Okay. But all okay. Around, like, oh, sorry, all around, I feel like it was a great game from everyone in it. We purred, like, we created chances for fun. Apparently, Yotta even had a bad game. and he Well, Yota did have a bad game to me. But he created six chances, apparently. I was a bad to game. Like, I that's last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a so-so game, innit? Like
2: you know what? Yeah, if I was to be consistent, yeah. There's two spectrums of being a striker. There's Bobby and there's Jota. and I don't know how we managed to get the two extremes, but here we are. And with with Bobby, it's like, yeah, you can link up, and yeah, it's nice doing all the passing and shin kicking in midfield and stuff like that. But where <laughs> are the goals? I
0: kicking,
2: I hate the kicking. What's she kicking, bro? Now, you know when he does that thing where he tackles him into a na- and that he's starting the When press. he presses. Yeah, when he starts to press. <laughs> so, And then there's R, who's, he's literally the definition of, I got my goal, I did what I can do. If that man don't want to perform, that's it. And when he doesn't get a goal, you can kind of look at his performances and be like, ooh. You know, but I personally felt like he played well. He had he, he he didn't have many chances to get a goal. He should have he should have had two assists as well, guys. Exactly. So Mane should, have had, yeah, yeah. Mane should have Yeah, Mane should have yeah. no, I, no, 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 no. That
4: was I think
3: also should have had two assists, but money's one's yeah. are clear for me. Perfect, yeah, perfect segue. Perfect segue. on Sunday, what? man.
4: <laughs> I yeah, want
0: to spent money
4: for that one. I have money for that one, in it. Jota's pass was slightly behind him, and he was literally from pass it across the line, brother. Nah, I get it, it, but it's still money, man. It's still money. them.
2: Top and one of one
3: of them was the other one for me. yeah, was a bad Jota pass, in it. So the yeah, first that's, that's one, that's yeah. What I'm saying, the first one, yeah. Where
4: he,
3: yeah first, I don't think that. Was, I don't think that was a bad pass. I think either, yeah. should time his run slightly better, so he's coming onto the ball. But because he's so, because he's money, I expect that to go in. Do you know what I mean?
4: Maybe because I'm holding him to that standard, innit? it. But it's money, fam. Like this no, is. I like, get that. I get that. But don't forget, he's already beat the defender innit? it. So he's beat. The, he's gone forward, and he's come back. So he's beat the defender. So yeah,
3: all you're yeah. telling me you
4: to do, slowly, just, just pass it across the thing. But, he's but again,
3: from. now same time the goalkeeper's there. In it, if he does it a bit too slow, the goalkeeper gets a bit more purchase on it. innit? It's true. But then yeah, you either have to stand it up or you have to slap it in. And he went for slap it in. it, I personally, I don't know what I would have done. I'm not a good enough baller to have that intelligence, is it? Like, I'm slapping it across and whatever happens, happens, isn't it? I definitely feel like Joe,
2: Joe, Joe did the right thing. It's just the execution for it was. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah, bit. maybe. But we'll, moving on now, because we'll, we'll, go, we'll go to this, actually. This is a perfect segue. So, Mane, um, he had a very controversial game. Um, one that divided. The, special, man, I don't want to say special. it was because it was one that divided at the time, especially divided the fan base in terms of how we rated it. So a lot of people were mentioning Mane um, and his finishing, including myself, and were there were shouts of he's finished, he's he's this, his legs are gone, this that. Well, there were also other people that saw the different side of the spectrum and said Mane was actually very positive in the game. And I, and to be fair, looking back, I must admit he was. He was very he was getting involved in play getting on to the ball. He was actually quite aggressive in terms of taking people on um, from what I saw. But there was just that extra final third, final finish. So I'm going to let you go first, Marco. And what, what do you think about that? So the, do you feel like there was two sides to Mane's game, especially with Leeds, or do you just feel like people are being unnecessarily
3: harsh? No, I feel like he got lucky with playing Leeds in it. So going on to Peter's point, so going back to Peter's point about um, one-on-one, and the way Leeds defend and having to beat a man, Mane, even when he's playing badly, is still such an athletic beast that, Mm. if I remember correctly, he came back from AFCON against Norwich, didn't have, he had like a week break, came on for 15, 20 minutes and terrorised people. Like, that's the type of Mane that man expects in it. Mane, athletically, is absolutely clear in it. So when you're playing someone that, when you're playing a team that defends one-on-one, most of the time, you massacre your man. Like When you're that stronger than them, that faster than them, there was one instance where he bodied Calvin Phillips early in the game. And early in the game, you showed me glimpses of, you know what, this might be Mane of old, isn't it? Like, he's coming back to that type of level, isn't it? And then the wastefulness started to creep in. Then the... Uh, let me not go too harsh on the Yota chance because we've discussed that innit? it? But then there was a chance where... I think Salah passed it back to him. He slaps it, but he slaps it wide. And it's not a bad shot. It's not a bad decision, in my opinion. But Mane, of old, is a bit more decisive with that. He either bursts into the box or makes the right pass. Then, for me, the thing that typified that performance was he beat a couple men. In fact, no, let me go slightly before that, innit? Um, he makes somebody and he takes a bit too long to shoot and then he gets clattered on the edge of the box. And then I think after that, he beats a couple men, passes it to Yotta. Yota does a reverse ball to him. He's running through on goal. And you're thinking, yes, Marnie, like wrap it into the corner. And I don't know what he does. Like he puts it on his right foot. Salah's outside of him, in it? So you either make the right pass to Salah and Salah definitely scores because he's 1-1 in front of goal or... Let's say eight percent scores. He's one on one in front of goal. Just a goalkeeper to beat, and you know Salah's hungry this year, isn't it? Like Ronaldo's just come to the league, Lukaku's just come to the league. Salah's trying to show he's still a biggie. Do you know mm. what I mean? He wants that golden boot more than anything this year. So you either pass it to Salah, who's going to score, or you score yourself. And he's scuffs the ball. Like to me, that wasn't a. He got pushed in that, but make the pass, make the decision very quickly, isn't it? And Salah Shaimani seems like he's lost that speed of thought. And that's where he's going wrong in it. He's still, his ability is still kind of there. His execution has dropped off a little bit, but you expect that with age. But his speed of thought and the speed of decisions has dropped so much that he looks like Jeremy Doku playing the Sadio Amani's body. He looks like he's a Ren's young boy that we just got out of League Two. Shout out Peter for that one. That. He doesn't even know how he... he, It's like he's lost all the coaching. He's been coached at Liverpool at such a high level. How can you lose all of that intelligence overnight?
2: Yeah, you you know, you mentioned the point of his thinking, uh, uh, speed of thought. And I definitely feel like that's one thing that Mane, especially since he came, was very lauded for. This guy was literally, bang, bang, I'm doing this. Bang, bang, I'm doing this. Bang, bang, quick one-two. Inside step, I'm doing this, but now it definitely feels like definitely feels like he's thinking a lot more, and I definitely feel like it's a confidence thing where you know he's probably seen a lot of the criticism that he's been getting, and probably even noticed how he's been kind of underperforming over the last eighteen or so months. So I'm just going to come to you, Amelis. Let
3: me just go. Let me just go back on a point. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah, no worries. So let's throw it back to Mane's debut goal in it against Arsenal. I know you remember that on the right. He picks up the ball and he just says you know what I'm going to kill whoever is in front of me like, I think it was Chambers tore him inside and out took it Monreal. on the Monreal his, took it in his left foot slapped it top corner and then you see Mane yeah that yeah he got his goal but for me he was lucky to get his goal it was a great finish um, Oxley chamberlain was right behind him with an easier shot on goal if he missed that I was going to slander him like I was going to be on his neck and I don't know what's happened but the inquest continues, it?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, and we'll move the inquest over to Ellis. So what do you think? What do you think it is for Marnie? Do you think it's a confidence thing? Or do you feel like he's lost he's lost that that speed of thought that he used to have, um, especially when he when he joined Liverpool, that incisiveness?
4: Um, no, because I don't think it's that because outside of the box, he's very sharp. If you see the mm-hmm. link up for that chance, for that chance he had with Jar. Now Marco was talking about like the first touch into Jota. He's gone back and he's got got it again. But I think he's just overthinking it because he's had the season, he's had last season. So now he's just overthinking it when he gets into the box. And where I do think you're right that um, sharpness that he's had that we know him for, where he's just letting off shots that, without thinking about it. Now he's thinking about it a bit more, which is a bit which is a bit annoying because like I've seen a few um, a few numbers. Like I was saying on the main pod, everything's usually the same. Everything's consistent. The only thing that's not consistent is the amount of goals. So um it seems like now because we've had a poor season. What, last
1: Ellis? Season, Ellis, did you find the dribbles completed one? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah, I found the dribbles completed. No, but like all jokes aside, it, it was the same. It's all the same. Like from the last three, four seasons. Like him and Bobby. I think now he's like he's he's got the kind of the Bobby curse because again. Bobby's the type of person where everything outside of the box is calm, But coming to score goals now, that's where he's having a problem. So I'm not too sure what's going on there. Um, I don't know if they're overthinking it. Uh, I don't know what kind of shooting drills they're doing. I'm not too sure. But that's just where the problem lies. So hopefully he can snap out of it, maybe. Because the way he took his goal, that's the money that we know, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? One touch out of his body, then bang.
2: This um, year, a classic money goal. Literally that's, that.
4: exactly it's, it's literally, that's how he scores. Like, whatever goal you see, it's just one touch bang. Mm-hmm. Um, the two chances he had, he's had one where he's on his right foot then he, he thinks to go on his left foot. I'm not too sure why. Um The one where, oh, he's the one way the one where he not it wide. wide, like, he's already got somebody in the box
3: and then he takes it on his left foot, goes back on his yeah. right foot. Yeah, he comes back oh, on his right foot again
4: and he uses it. So I'm not too sure why yeah. he's done that. Then the one you're talking about where... um What's his name got Kevin Phillips? Calvin Phillips got back at him. Don't, don't know why he's taking so long. Bro, just wrap your foot around that slot it. Let's let's keep it moving. Mm. So hopefully now he scored that. And to be fair, he's still got two goals this season. Mm. The first four yeah. games. You know what I'm yeah. Saying? Yeah. <laughs> Which is Martin numbers. That's one and two. You know? So it's it's funny because I know what the level that we hold him to, like we hold him up there with Salah. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like we hold him as as good, he's as good as Salah. Uh, but because Salah just keeps on slapping and he's not slapping, so it's making him look a bit funny. But it does not it's not affecting his whole overall game. I feel that his, his game is still good because he's still doing what we need him to do. It's just when it comes to the box and, and scoring, it's, it's, it's looking like a myth, man. But hopefully wake up. He's looking a bit still. He's looking a bit heated. Heated. So, yeah. so just to go on to your point
3: about um, he scored two goals, yeah. Don't you think that's because we're creating so many chances. So looking at that graphic that was on Monday Night Football, um, Trent has created 20 big chances, I believe it is. Yeah. Already? Yeah, 20. Well, maybe not big chances, maybe 20 chances, isn't it? Already, though? Um, Fucking no. hell. That's a lot still. Five chances, words, That's a lot. And then you know what, yeah? The next best two are seven off of him. And the next best two are Grealish and Salah. So let's say between Salah and... Trent, going back to what I said about Elliot playing so well and allowing them not to flourish, they might have created 33 chances by themselves. Like, if you get Barney on the end of, let's say, half of those chances, he's supposed to back two. Like, yeah.
4: But but you know what I, thought, was a, I thought? for me, on him. the end
3: of 33 of them chances, he say, 15 of them chances, he might back two still. Like, he might get a couple goals there. Nah,
0: so who
4: knows, good. man? <laughs> <laughs> that like, but but you know you know our fools are not as like they score, but they're not like they're not Harland clinical, in it. Mm. There's still mm. always need a couple chances, you know what I'm saying? They still miss a fair few chances, but well, there's there's rarely a striker who's mad clinical apart from like, yeah, Harland and Messi and that. But they still need so so that I just I just think it's overthinking, it's overthinking. You just um when you when you're at that level, obviously we're not at that level, but when you're at that level, you need to just do what your instinct tells you to do, which is that's I why I'm not better when he just does it instead of having
3: the time. Yeah. I remember is it, the is the exactly, yeah. bro. Remember the Everton game, yeah, where he, I think it was the 5 2 game, he mm. takes it on his left foot instead of taking it on his right foot because he just doesn't think. He
4: he does, instinct. You know what I'm saying? That, that's how he is. But when he starts <laughs> to think, he starts to dribble here, dribble there, he loses his thing. Fam. just instinct to bang it. Let's keep it moving,
3: man. So to continue on, Marnie. Last point from me, anyway. One thing that's really annoying me about him at the moment, and I guess not annoying me, but it's showing a change in mentality. And I remember when Salah first came to the club and he felt pushed out because he was the main man at the time, innit? And he'll be missing chances. There'll be no smiling. Like, when you see Skengman, Marnie. Like, there's no, none of this chuckling because he skied it over the bar or he missed the chance
2: and i see well, him you her. Her. you know like when auntie runs for a bus and she misses, yeah, it. She
0: misses that's, it that's the money what the man no man
3: that's what it is like, <laughs> yeah, is Marley, like give me that give me skeng man money give me yeah. the money that wants the bad goals that wants to show that he's better than Salah. like and I remember people trying to spout off that competition, and I think competition is healthy sometimes, isn't it? Sometimes you need your players to want to have a shootout with each other. But when one person just accepts, you know what? I'm not that guy no more. Then the drop off starts, and maybe that's what's happening in it
0: because
3: mm. I don't want to accept that he's having an Alexis Sanchez type drop off where he's just never going to come back. Because you see so many facets of his game where he's still at such a he's high level. Good. Yeah, he's still good. He's so many good, facets. Good. Of his can game I, where can he's I make still a point,
1: Marco? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I just, so what if what if guys were just, like, we might just be seeing the decline of money, like, and it's not like the end of the world, you know what I'm saying? Like, we might just be seeing a guy who got bloody, um, top goal scoring in the Premier League, golden boot, 22 goals a season, to a guy who now gets 13, 14 goals in the league now. You know what I'm saying? We might just be seeing a decline of, of a great, great player, you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't think it's a harsh decline, like you're saying, Marco. It might seem it in open play. It's not, because it's not. Because obviously, so on, uh, my
3: bad.
1: Yeah, I'm saying so. It might, it might be. It's because in open play, he doesn't seem as sharp and as decisive, and just such like a nuisance as he was a couple of seasons ago. But like the game, so the Leeds game, you think their right back had had the right back had a torrid time for Mane. He couldn't, he couldn't That's track Mane. Mane was on the right. Mane was on the left. Like you have to look at it objectively. Yeah, this is a positive. If you saw Mane for the first time against Leeds, you would have said who's that brother? Like, he's a nuisance. He's a, <laughs> he's
0: yeah, a nuisance. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah, like, who's that guy? Like, you would have said, who's that guy? With a little bit of, like, coaching, he'd be, like, one of the best players in the world, you know what I'm saying? So, and that, that's what he looks like now. It's mad because um, like you said, I feel like he he just doesn't look as sharp and as, like, um the player that we know. We're, we're holding him to such a high standard and that's just how it is because of the levels he's reached. But you might just be seeing a, a steady decline of the playoff that we love, you know what I'm saying? So I think what, what it might be is that like because we didn't get such a forward in the summer, it might it might be like what's the word? Same it might forward. be harder for us to take, you know what I'm saying? Because he has to play every game and he doesn't get a like he won't get a rest as, as we needed him to. But yeah, like I am with me, I think I'm just accepting the fact that he might not be the same player he was he, yeah, you know I'm saying a couple of years ago, but he's still, he's still, he's still a good player to me. So, okay, okay, man, to quickly,
4: yeah. am go going Ellis. Yeah, so yeah, Even if he's getting 13, 14 goals of the season, bro, that's yeah, still, that's still very good, good, bro. i will be you honest. Saying, that,
2: that's how much I even expected Salah to come in with. Like, I'm being a lad. The fact please, fact, is, yeah, me.
4: yeah, man, I
2: was yeah like, that was like me I'm being a number.
4: That's wicked, though, fam. Yeah. When these men are getting like, like I am just looking at um, Marne's record now, he's got like 22 goals, no penalties, 18 goals, no penalties. Last season, got 11 goals. So I'm looking at Sanchez's um performances before it he went says, from like, got, like two. There. yeah, like seven two. and he's like 28. <laughs> so, fam, if I still get 11, I will like, raw. Right, if this is
2: the decline, I'm good with it, fam. That's the a- decline, need more of that. Anyway, from one uh declining winger to one, uh, and I forgot to actually mention this in the agenda to one winger that has reached greatness and will have his name in the rafters, the Premier League rafters, forever. And that is one, Muhammad Salah, Anna. Hanna. Hanna. reaching. Hanna. 100 Premier League goals in four seasons. Now, I want to. I want us to make this quick. But I'm just going to give a quick shout out to Salah. Can't lie to you. When you first came, I had a big, big headache. The same with Mane. I didn't know why I was buying this guy from from Chelsea. That that you know that was washed at Chelsea. But my God, these last right, four seasons. But not I'm not really a Julia
1: cool. meltdown. Not a job about that.
2: Where have I seen like, that before? Yeah, I was like, bro, like Salah, are you sure? But you no, know I can't lie though, Marne was the one where I was very, very like, nah, what the fuck is this? But after seeing Marne, I was more hmm, you know what? I'll give this Salah Geezer a chance. I don't know what he's about. I've seen the, the numbers, it looked decent. But you know. It, I mean, fuck, fuck, fuck all of that, though. Four seasons, we're here. Hundred Premier League club. Four seasons later with, what, 32 games? No, sorry, 34 games to go. Talk to me, boys. What are we saying? Salah hundred Premier, Premier League club. What are we saying? I'm
3: so happy for the boy, man. Oh, the man. Let's not even call him a boy, the man, man. The, the Egyptian king. The Egyptian the king. king. I'm so happy for him, man. When he first came in, I was expecting Marnie to do more dirt than him still. Like, I had a favoritism towards Marnie, but first season comes in, he absolutely tears the league apart. Like, nobody could have told me they expected Salah to come in and do what he did. He literally revolutionized the wing forward. Like, you come in, and uh, there are certain people that just change the whole face of a role and Salah literally changed the scope of what people look for in a wing at that time in the Prem because he just was a killer like he goes a goal and you expect him to bag for somebody that's playing right wing to have 100 Premier League goals in 162 Ellis 162 games I'm I'm going to make that a pod title 100 and
2: 162
3: (laughs) Um, but yeah to have 162 goals, say 162 games to score 100 goals, yeah, is amazing. And two of those games were at Chelsea, where I don't think he bagged for Chelsea. So technically, yeah, 160 games for Liverpool, 100 goals, isn't it? No, Can he,
2: he back to Chelsea. He did. He Chelsea. Yeah, he scored a yeah.
3: he got four-goal against Chelsea. Yeah, he got a four. OK. He okay. It, uh, okay. Is awesome, my bad, my stats are off still. Ellis isn't the only one still off. Some of that. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> the stats are a bit higgy. <laughs> feel like that. Shout out to Mandy for correcting us on that. But, yeah, like, to have 100 goals in four seasons, yeah, that's averaging 25 goals a season. That To me, that is nuts. I don't remember the last time somebody got over twenty-five goals a season in the Prem. I think it's about four years ago, and I think it was him and Kane together. It was, it that, was yeah. That's madness to me. Come in first season, break the Prem record, it, and right now, yeah. Shout out Sam the Hockage as well, innit? it. Uh, oh, the, the whole car game, you know. Why am I saying <laughs> Hockage like Lewis? But <laughs> Sam the whole car game. He said something that I really liked the sound of. In it, I don't. You know, if I completely agree, it needs to be actualized a bit more. But he said he feels like this is the best iteration of Salah at the moment. The fact that his link-up play is at such a high level and he's still scoring at a high clip. Like, mm. Salah's created 13 chances. How many goals has he got this season? Four or three? I think three because he missed on three.
1: He's got three so goals. Three
3: goals created 13 chances. And a lot of his chances actually should have been slotted. <laughs> like, a lot of his chances are... Where he's putting on the plate for someone it's like go bag like go get your goal and they're fucking up like this salah is the Salah that could possibly get a 20 and 10, 20 and 15 season depending on people around him. But he looks so good man and it doesn't look like the drop-off's coming if the next iteration is for him to move as a nine and become that focal point of the attack I feel like he'll do amazing that Cristiano Ronaldo type move. Mm-hmm. Of going from a winger to a forward, I think it's there for a minute, and I think he's got so much longevity. I think I think Ellis was saying on the pod that Cristiano Ronaldo is the blueprint in it. That mindset, that athletic ability, Salah seems like he's cut from that cloth in it. Obviously, not the same ilk. Ronaldo's Ronaldo. Messi and Ronaldo are cleared, so let's not even like do that in terms of people trying to create narratives about what we're saying. Them two are the benchmark. And Salah probably is just the tier underneath
2: the minute. No, he, no, he's not even just probably. He just, he is like, you, you, you've You got to, let's, let's be real, man, like four seasons now, we've got to start putting Salah on certain levels. And in my opinion, he's on the same level as Mbappe, as the Neymar's, as yeah. the, especially of the last four, where he's been so undeniably active. And I'm going to pass this on to Ellis because he's been so undeniably active. I want to actually know when, when Salah first came in that first season, 17-18, when did you realise that we have an absolute gunman on, on our hands that was going to score consistently?
4: When he scored about 18 by December, I thought, what? Like <laughs> <laughs> he came and scored five against Watford. I thought, yep, right, <laughs> <laughs> But I didn't did know how to explain it. For. I didn't know what I was watching from. He came in, like, we ain't seen nothing like that since Suarez, you know what I'm saying, Manchester. Bagging, bagging, week in, week out. From well, every week, you expect Salah to score, and, and he just comes and does it. From, um, yeah, man, respect to him. From, he's just an animal. He's someone that just keeps on going, keeps on going. Like we said against uh, against Leeds, um, the right back, fam. uh the, is it left back? Yeah, sorry, left back. Yeah, yeah the left back. Mm-hmm. Fam, he was tired. tired. He was <laughs> yeah, oh, he, he, he was pissed. He was pissed. Bro. He just like Salah just kept on coming, just kept on pause. He just kept on going at him, going at him, going at him, bro. It was like, bro, like what's what's going on there? So yeah, man, that just shows you the type of person. Like he's not a flashy step over guy. He's just a relentless forward who's just trying to get as much goals as possible.
2: Oh, I'm happy he stopped all of that. By the way, like yeah, yeah, we he, he, he like I've, I've I've noticed over like the last couple of months he stopped the whole ISO thing. Like he's not trying to take man on anymore. He just oh, straight. Man. Just
3: getting
2: machine,
4: your Conway fam. Yeah, yeah just kick and run, run. For me, uh, personally, I like that in it. From do your one to get in a box as quick as possible and just let off your shot because that's what we need. Because he's he's our number one striker in, or number one forward in the club, yeah. Man, so since he's coming, but and I like it because it's someone that we know we're gonna get at least 20 goals from me this season, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like we know, yeah, banker, banker he's gonna get at least 20, even if he stumbles to it. He's gonna get. Um, we haven't had a striker since the likes of like Fowler to get like four twenty goal seasons. You know what I'm saying? Even Owen didn't do that. Uh, Suarez got two. Um, Storage got one. Obviously, he was blighted by injury. And another thing with sort of um, Salah Touchwood is that he's seldom injured. For him. So, like he said, he oh, looks yeah. after himself well. You know what I'm saying? All the reports we hear that like, he's dedicated in training. He doesn't stop. He just wants to be the best. And when you have someone like that in your team, man, it helps you a lot. You know what I'm saying? When you have someone that just wants to be the best because he pushes the, the bar high. And what we expect from our forwards is what we see in Salah. So we may get like a, a, a decent forward who's doing decent somewhere else. But when you come Liverpool, fam, you have to match what Salah's doing. And if you don't, boy, you've got to sit on the bench, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man, big up Salah, man.
2: Yeah, man, Um, we can even, I was going to, I was going to ask Peter, um, we can even see by Salah's relentlessness to always be the best, to always, to always want that golden boot, um, even if it's to the detriment of his team. And I'm thinking, I love that. I I, I respect it. Like if you're a shooter, you're a shooter. So Peter, I'm just going to come over to you and ask, where now, has reached 100. Where do you actually see him ending his Premier League um career? On like, do you see him ending it on a, on what type of goal? Do you see him reaching 200? Do you see him reaching 100, 150, 160, 170? Possibly breaking the foreign record that Aguero has set. Would you like what, 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 do you, what do you think?
1: Um, so obviously, this obviously quite dependent on whether Salah gets a new contract or not. Which I'm praying, obviously, that we have to give him the contract because he deserves, God knows he deserves everything he's asking for and more. You know what I'm saying? This yeah. guy, he scored so many goals for us. Like these guys, I can't really say much more of what they've done. So um, I think I would say he probably ends it on 160, I would say, around about 160, 170 mark. So I'll probably say, I'll give him probably another like three seasons with us, and hopefully. Um, give a new contract number three seasons and then averaging out what he gets. So he normally gets around 25, 25 a season, um, like you said. So yeah, I would probably say 160, hope three more seasons of him being um, as he is. Probably, he probably goes up front um, and we sign more forwards that can play around him and build around him. Because like, I think one one thing we actually probably don't do enough is probably like Get him in a box and get him touches in a box. Because, mm. like this guy, he's our most clinical um forward at the club. He's the most clinical guy in the club. So touches people don't realize touches in a box equals goals. You know what I'm saying? So the guy who gets the most touches in the in box will score the most because again, he he's gonna lick up short. He doesn't he not want to dribble, he doesn't want to go past man, he just wants to lick up shots. So if we can get Salah into the box more. He'll get more goals, you know what I'm saying. And I actually like his back to his his, his game when he holds it up and stuff like that. I think he's very strong think he can do it. So, yeah.
2: Do you, do you actually think that's by design, though? Do you actually think it's by design that we don't want Salah having too many touches inside the box? Outside the box, this could be perfectly fine. But especially you with know
1: the last it's it's just a hard thing to do because everyone knows he's the he's the man. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's trying to stop him. So when you when they're trying to stop someone, like teams are people are doubling up on him, teams have specific plans to stop him. It's hard to get the guy touches in the box. You know what I'm saying? It's like, obviously, like Ronaldo going to Man United. Who's going to let Ronaldo get touches in the box? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No one's going to let, let Ronaldo get touches in the box. That's goals. You know what I'm saying? So, people stop it. But if we can find a way to get more touches in the box, we'll get more goals. So, hopefully, that might come if he goes down the middle. But I don't know. We'll see. But, yeah, we, we got an Egyptian king in our hands, man. Well, I want to ask you a question, Julian, though. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Do you, do, do you think Salah has... Gets his flowers. Got his flowers. His proper justy flowers. I, you I, know what, I, I, swear,
3: I swear I know why you're asking this question because
1: of the touchline and can't, about... Yeah, but I, I, I want to hear Julian's opinion. Obviously, I know what you're about. I want to hear Julian's you know opinion. What? I,
2: you know what, yeah? As much as Twitter and people like to make out that they don't, he does. He does. Like, let's be real. In the real footballing world, maybe to the not the level of being getting the Ballon d'Or or getting an individual accolade. And I feel like, to be fair, the years that he did lose out on these awards, he didn't deserve them. Um, maybe the first season he had the best the best shout at a Ballon d'Or or a UEFA Player of the Year. But I definitely feel like there's no denying Salah gets these flowers, man. Like um, There might be a couple a couple of shit agendas here and there comparing him to Marez, comparing him to this guy, comparing him to this guy. But let's be real, man. Like, it's the third season now. We've seen what he's about. He's—I don't think he's been any less than top two goal scorers in every season that he's played in so far at Liverpool. I just be we real, man. Like he gets his flowers. Um, a lot of people just try to run shit jokes about, you know, yeah. our the streets. He doesn't have the streets. He ha- he can have the stats, but yeah. he's at his levels, man. He's the, the pun. You can see by the way the pundits talk about him, even the way Gary Neville was just giving him neck. Like yeah. literally during the whole Leeds game, so yeah, man. Like the real in the real football world,
1: yeah, yeah he gets I, the trial. But on, on
2: the time, man, he'd probably not.
1: I think you're right. I think one thing, I specifically Marco. I think we have to kind of realize that Twitter world on all the people on Twitter, they're not real people. They're not the real world. You know what I'm saying? I think real. you know Wait, what I'm I saying. So. Talking about Twitter world, I'm talking about some in the, the real football world. I think, world, I think yeah. it does get his justice, man. Yeah, I think it again, gets like, the rival world. rival fans are not are not governing bodies they're not you know what I'm saying rival fans of course yeah. they're going to try and shit on your players you know what I'm saying that's what they're ne- to
2: do you literally have knee 15 year olds with like 10-15,000 follower follower accounts that will do these shitty agendas and people talk like it's gospel like you have yeah. one guy that has, that has a picture of Martial uh, <laughs> <like, From laughs> David
1: Martial yeah
2: as, as is A V and you and you and you're expecting to take that account seriously when they're speaking about Salah. Like, let's be serious, like, like guys like us, I, I don't take seriously. Like in the real footballing world, I mean, across touchline fracas, I find it very hard for anyone to seriously, seriously doubt Salah's abilities. So, and that's all I personally care about in it. So, yeah, man, Salah gets these flowers, but gonna have to move on because you know, from the highs of Salah getting his put hundred Premier League club. To the lows of Harvey Elliott and that nasty injury that he sustained during the game, and it's so unfortunate because he was literally about to come off for of Henderson. Like, I think it would have been the next play where the ball came out, he would have been literally off the pitch. But, and not, uh, I wouldn't even say, you know what, I want to ask you, Ellis. Um, the tackle was, uh, it wasn't a nice one. Um, I feel that the collision was. Was very nasty, but do, do you feel like it was a malicious tackle? From I can, I, I'm not going to pronounce his name because, um, yeah, do you, do you think it was a malicious tackle? And do you
4: think it was a and you also think it was a red? Uh, I don't think it was a malicious, it was a very strong challenge. He didn't go in there with intent to dislocate Harvey's um ankle, but because of the dislocation, it was a red, red card because he's endangered his opponent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. But it wasn't a it was a very strong challenge, do you know what I'm saying? So it's them ones where had he won the ball, man might like he might G up the fans and that. But because the challenge has now injured his opponent, so that's why the red card has come out. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Um so so normally, again, that that's a free kick, probably a yellow card just because um Harvey's on the attack. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, oh, you're trying to stop him from, from going. But because, like I said, he's broke, he's broke my, not broke my man, but he's uh, dislocated he's, uh, his ankle. So you would have to send him off just because of that. But it was a flipping strong challenge, though. Um, another one happened with Mane, Cooper done it on Mane. Same thing, it was really strong, but they didn't even, get, didn't even give him a free kick. So they, they need to find like a fine line, like, balancing out. It's like, where's... As, I'm, I'm seeing a lot because I was watching you know, Monday night football yesterday, and there's a lot of things whereby oh, they're trying to let play go. It's all well and good letting play go until that like, four man have broken their legs because you want to let play yeah. go. Uh, Burnley, even against Burnley for us, they had a couple strong challenges on um on earlier as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A yeah. yeah. Man, like Sean, Dyke, Sean Jackson coming out saying, "Oh yeah, this is whatever, whatever." Like fam, come on, man. Like, you don't. I really hate. Do I hate that Sorry to interrupt, but I you hate that. that.
2: It's the Premier League.
4: Yeah, man. Never that rubbish like that. needs, to, yeah. needs hey, to die out. Why are, they, why are they dying in the life of physicality, bro? What's that? What, what,
3: what is yeah. that? Yeah. No. It's nasty, man. It's like, nasty, man. All of us played at some point in it. So all of us have heard the, let him know you're there.
4: Yeah.
3: And I don't like it, man. Like, There's no need to try and bully the person in front of me. If you're better than me, you're better than them, fam. Like, show that I'm, you're better than them. You I've never change, seen,
2: I'm, I'm never seen certain of about, the best of the best defenders, and from what I know, yes, they may do the odd occasional dirty tackle where they need to, to hold someone back, slide tackle them from behind if need be. But I've never seen a top top defender get praised for injuring someone. Like I've never but seen Ramos know. injure someone. I've never seen Van Dijk injure someone. I've never seen Keelini injure someone. I've never seen Varane. Even Van the like Maguire, it doesn't happen if you're a quality that's defender. That's like. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. So I'm I'm Marco. you were just speaking on it. Um, with Harvey like it, the way his ankle just gave way, and the way that Salah reacted straight away, the bench reacted straight away, the way Klopp looks so miffed after that, after after he was coming off. It's unfortunate, man. Like it's it's looking like a very like he, he Elliot, Elliot came out after and said he's okay on Instagram, which is good for him. Speedy recovery. Wishing the best, but. How unfortunate is it that Elliot now is going to miss a good chunk of the season from a nasty challenge where he was definitely kicking on?
3: Yeah, man, it's proper nasty. Um, shout out news just came out today um, that he's had surgery, successful surgery, and he should play sometime this season. Obviously, we haven't been given the timeline because we know the Liverpool hierarchy, man. They told us Thiago would be back in two weeks. He ended up missing in three months. But... Fuck knows when we're going to see Harvey Elliott again. And he looked like he was someone, again, I'm going to repeat what I was basically saying, that Klopp could trust that he was going to offer some sort of incisiveness. He looked like he offered something different to our other midfielders. He had the chemistry with Salah and Trent. That was going to be one of our biggest weapons this season. Um, if you look at the passing triangles between them and the passing like, lanes between them, that's the, where the majority of our passes happen, is it? Between Trent, um, Harvey and Salah, in it? And it looks really, really good, especially for a young player that's about to kick on. Um, I don't know too much about injuries or medical history, so I'm not going to live and die by this, yeah. But from what I've heard, ankle injuries, especially when you mess up the ligaments, are very, very hard to come back from, in it because. A lot of your ankle is about mobility, in it? And if your ligaments are gone and they're not restructured and built back the right way and you don't recover enough, it's quite hard, isn't it? That you can see that with someone like Cho, who's had an Achilles injury. Again, an injury around the ankle, and he hasn't quite kicked on to that level. He looks like he's getting back in bits and he's not being afforded the opportunity maybe, but... <laughs> I don't know if I want to run an agenda on that, but nah, let me leave that. Let me leave that. Listen,
2: listen. All I'm going to say is, yeah, I was, <laughs> I, I was listening to Touchline Frackers and you can catch that every Monday morning coming up. And Meads, a good friend, a good friend of the, or, or, and the, and a uh, long-time contributor of Touchline Frackers, Chel- a Chelsea fan, I believe he is. Um, <laughs> a, 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 bi- a big supporter of Cho as well. We running the propaganda and I heard in it, like, man was on the pod saying that they needed a creative spot. And Cho played, so boy, yeah man, I just wanted to throw that out there, in it. There there's, no, there's, no, like, <laughs> there's, no, there's no, there's no like, there's no, there's no like, there's punch no, there's no punchline. Yeah, I'm just an arsehole. I'm just an asshole. I'm, just an asshole. I find, like, I'm, I'm a bastard. So I just wanted to throw that out there, in it. Like, yo, that gone in. I better see something soon,
0: soon, soon.
2: By the way, moving yeah. on from um other, um you know, some uh, fake star boys to a real star boy, um, Peter. Um, yeah, we have got to talk about Javier. Unfortunately, um, yeah, man. So, how, how did you? What was your initial reaction to the injury? Um, did you? Did was you? Did you know the, yeah, like, how, like, did you see? Did you actually play it back and actually see his ankle and how it looked? Like, what? What, what is your assessment on it?
1: So, my assessment. I was actually on Discord with Marco. Um, he, he said, um, he obviously said it beforehand, but obviously when I saw the tackle, like I just thought, oh, strong tackle, but I didn't realise the extent of it. My thing is, I always look at players' reactions, and then when I see Salah going, everyone, like, come on the pitch, like, the future runs on the pitch, that's when you know, okay, serious, something serious has happened, because the way Salah reacted was to show that, like, he needs urgent attention ASAP. And then obviously bro, I'll the way Origi came on with
2: jeans, that's when you know it was serious, bro. Man right. was in jeans. Get that shit out of there, man. I
1: mean, that, hey, if I could beat on that guy, bro. What's he doing? Origi,
0: like, drunk.
1: Oh, my God.
0: That, in that, jeans! Why are you there? In jeans!
2: Not even dressed. side note, though.
3: Side note, that jacket. Why are you
2: on the face? Oh,
3: no, forget the jacket, bruv. Marcos Mar- 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 <laughs> was in jeans, bruv. Not tracksuit bottoms. <laughs> no, L- you know, it's like I don't even fault him. He's finessing. Rob oh, this England, bro. That's he's what he's on. Jeans. Obviously, it's,
0: it's nah,
1: Liverpool.
3: You no, know he's yeah. you not. Know, man's yeah,
1: man's, man's
0: he's going to. You know when been. you go watch?
1: You go watch Baytees, or you go watch Essie or in jeans. You gonna watch
4: the man? When you go to the man, yeah. You know, you give a bit. What are you saying? they dropped a quick WhatsApp. Who's right, available for Saturday? Come watch
1: us. you see, what I'm doing. see what I'm doing. Yes. Like, oh, look, anyway, that, that only God can help Origi, man. <laughs> only God can help him. But yeah, no, that injury, man, it looks really unfortunate because like, my thing is that like, obviously I hate to use this kind of phrase, but it was like, Elliot was like the new kind of spark in our team. It was, it was basically like the new signing of our team. Like, He's something in a team where the opponents they haven't faced before, so it's like he's the kind of fresh spark that like opponents wouldn't know how to kind of match up that right hand side Trent Salah, um, Elliot because it's something you haven't faced before. It's a new thing, you know what I'm saying? So with him injured, we kind of have to go back to the old same old formula. Obviously, we have, we've got really good players, but yeah, it's just it's, it's, a, it's a bit sad to see, man. Hope he recovers quickly. Yeah,
2: I just I just want to run this Javier uh, talk because we literally need to power through Lacey Milan with just this final uh, final quote or statement from me. And this has nothing to do with Harvey Elliott, by the way. And I wish him a speedy recovery. And I wish him the best. But you see that Naby Keita, brother, yeah? <laughs> oh, my, <laughs> my God. God. I,
0: <laughs> I, oh, my God. No need. Now we have one
2: person in no need. Oh, my God. <laughs> if this brother does not get games this season, <laughs> oh, my God, I'm going to switch. Wait, hold now on. genie has gone. Harvey Elliott unfortunately got injured. If this brother doesn't fucking step up, even if this brother doesn't even show up yeah. look at the host. Look at the host. <laughs> look at the host. Wow, that's <laughs> what I'm gonna say, yeah. To this guy now. better show up that he can play. Because if I see Milner start one more game, <laughs> on my life, I'm going to bang out. The, oh. first game, yeah. <laughs> the first game, yeah. The first I see Milner start over Naby Keita before this guy even gets on the pitch. I'm going to bang Go out. Yeah.
3: Jeez, right, see
2: let the me
3: thing, here. positivity, man, because that's nasty.
1: No, on, no, no. hold on a We see the, the Milner thing, yeah. You think I don't even want him to play, but like it's the way Julia <laughs> gets angry. <laughs> I have to just be like, yeah, no, I'm really. There's some games for him still, man. There's some games. <laughs> Yeah,
2: I'm going to bang out, bruv. Because fam, this guy has the number eight shirt. Gerard wore this shirt last before him, and he's not starting games, brother. He's not starting games. I don't understand how you won. Genie went this summer, yeah, on the free. You'll be thinking, like, cool. Yeah, like Nabi yeah, you're going to be dead. It's time to step up. And yeah, man's got two starts here. But let's be honest, bruv. He only got those two starts because one, Henderson was injured. And two, Thiago was still like a bit, you know what I mean? Like, let's like, Those two starts were for Gaze, bruv. Now, now, now m- m- listen, that's what I'm going to say in it, m- bruv. I want to see games now. It's getting, it's getting me mad. It's actually getting me like mad frustrated, like to see man on the bench all the time. And I don't know why at this point. It's not because you're injured. It's not
3: because you can't play, it's because, bro, j- j- anyway, moving on in it <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah, there's a chance, there's a chance for somebody. So I want to end this with some positivity and there's on, a chance on, for somebody to step up in it. Whether that be Jones, whether that be Biscuit. It better Kater. be Navi K. Nah, it better whether be him. That is, step up, do your thing. It
2: step better up, be navigator. I swear thing. to god, fam. Anyway, moving on. Positivity. Because I thought we were, I thought we should be very positive. AC Milan. Heritage, Champions League heritage. You know, we're not one of them bums that don't perform on a, on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Or you know, you know I mean, you know what I mean. Like we don't do Thursdays. We don't even do what them man in North London are doing. and just chilling. Apparently, we're going to make touchy foxes. You know what I mean? Because certain men aren't cutting the, they're not cutting the criteria to be on Touchdown Fracas to <laughs> Network. So. But anyway, tomorrow we're facing AC Milan, and it's going to be at Anfield. We're going to be home, which is great. Great start to the Champions League campaign. And the heritage is going to be there. Champions League Knights is back. And, and Ellis, um, we haven't heard from you in a while. So I just want to know how do you think we're gonna set up tomorrow? Do you I actually want to know, do you actually think um Van Dyke or is gonna get a rest? Do you think it's time to you know step in um, for Gomez and Canate to step in, or do you still want that momentum there? What do you think our midfield will be like? And also what do you think our attack will be like? So yeah, um, just, just let up, no?
4: Yeah, I think I think if he was to rest anyone, it would probably be Matip. Mm-hmm. just because he's more prone to breaking down the touch. And he started well, So, but if he was to rest him, I think he'd probably, he'd probably rest him. But I don't think he's going to rest him. I think he would play both of them, then rest Matip against Palace. So um, I expect the same back four. The only person might rest is um, Robertson. I think Robertson might get a rest yeah, well yeah. um, I think Tim Cash has shown that he's good enough to play. Um, People are told me a couple of people I've spoken to they said Milan are still decent, even if they're still decent, I still expect us to beat them. So, but yeah, Thomas mm-hmm. Klassen play. Uh, Trent looks like in the form of his life at the minute, so I don't expect him to be dropped. Uh, midfield. Um, Hendo's gonna start. Fab will start. Um, it's
0: gonna be Naby. Yeah, I think it will
4: be Naby. I don't know, think, yeah, I I, I don't know if Thiago Tiago will start. But do you know? you know? Funny it's enough, here let me
3: let me enlighten the listeners real quick. I think me and Julian have a twenty pound bet on Naby. No,
2: we do, we do, we do. If Naby doesn't start tomorrow, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> if oh, Naby doesn't
0: man. start tomorrow, yeah. Oh I my to go god! Go to AA man, because you, know
2: go to... you know what's going to be even funnier. <laughs> you know what's going to be even funnier. Yeah? I can guarantee you this will be our main for tomorrow for being your Henderson Tiago. Yeah. and Thiago. Wow. And you know, honestly, there should be no reason why he can't agree. start. I agree. But that's going to be the midfield. And honestly,
0: exactly.
2: as funny as this sounds, yeah, I can honestly see Curtis Jones and Milner on, boy, getting, coming on for one of them two instead of yeah, instead of yeah, K. Yeah. I can genuinely yeah, see. Yeah. But sorry, I
3: know. in it now that Ellison said the lad, I know I've lost twenty pounds. Oh yeah, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i will take my back here. Don't worry. All
4: right, oh, yeah, right, no that, right man. man. I think. I think Tiago will get that 60 minutes, 60, 65 minutes, then either one of one of those three will, will come on for him. Front three, um, I think Minamino's back in training. I, see, I think it will be the same front three then again. Who? <laughs> <he like Jota. laughs> <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> 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 bro, I can't lie. I'd rather have Minamino than Origi, so we have to pick our poison very, very carefully Ever, mm-hmm. Do you know what I was saying? So um, yeah, I think um, it seems like Jota's the guy to come off more time. So I believe Jota will probably start, then come off again, in probably like sixty minutes. Um, I'm not too sure if I want to see Ox come on. I'm not too sure if I want to see that. To be honest, I forgot that but guy played in midfield. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're they're but, but either way, I expect us to beat Milan, even though they they are decent. I expect us to be too strong for them. Um, I think Giroud's going to start for them tomorrow because Latan's injured. Uh, Giroud likes he likes his battles with Van Dijk. He really enjoys it. To be fair, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I guess, um, but again, I expect Van Dijk to. I expect Liverpool to be comfy. I expect them to be comfy. Probably be like a 2 0 win. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. No. Honestly, I, I share the same sentence with you, and um, I'm going to come over to you, Marco. Because um, you're, 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 you're a guy that's uh, that always, watch, that's always watching the Ops. You know, up watch soon, come back on our Patreon. And I'm taking a look at the Ops right now who are AC Milan. I'm looking at the team. We should honestly be packing these men in. Um, we mentioned, I think we were talking about earlier today, there's Giroud who loves a game against Van Dyke and makes it very hard for him because he's very physical. He's not fast, but when It comes to standing up the ball, he's absolutely there and can, can match Van Dyke for sure. Um, but away from him, um, we'll t- I'll, I'll let him get him, you know, make offer us more insight. The defense, apart from Tomori, uh, Ramon who's uh, might be a familiar name to you, Kia, um, um, Kajar, sorry if I can't if I'm butchering his name, and Lucas yeah. Hernandez. And they'll probably hit no. forense as well five at
1: the back. I think it's, it's Feo hernandez, yeah, hernandez. hernandez. I think Fio Hernandez, sorry,
2: sorry. You no, know, Julian.
1: I think they're doing them as a service. I think that's a quite a good team. Yeah, if, I think they're a decent. So team, if you so I thought, okay, so if you just back to front quickly, from Florenzi, um tomori, ramonioli, hernandez. That's 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 a decent like so. What ace one have been doing is that they're rebuilding their team. So obviously, if they went through years of gone backwards, they're very stagnant, kind of like a man united kind of thing. And then now they got in a new I think director of football whatever they like um, they kind of changed upstairs. And then now they're a young team.
4: Sorry, Ellis. Paulo Madini is the director of football.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. So and no one his on sons today. in the team, bruv. I'm seeing. Sorry, I'm I'm just looking at the team now. Man, seeing Manny
4: his
2: son up me. front, bruv. But bruv. I rate. I respect the nepotism from 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 Paolo Mardini, But sorry, carry on.
1: So like you like obviously Sandro Tonali is there. Then you got mm. Kessie. Um, you've got Bream Diaz, Rafael, Leal, um, Jerud Ibrahimovic. So it's kind of like they've got like kind of old figures of Jerud Ibrahimovic, Kajar, and they're trying to surround a kind of young talent like your Rafael Leal's and Kissing and stuff like that. So obviously, it's not it's compared to us. What we, we we should be a better team than them. Maynard also beat them last year in the knockout stages of the Europa League as well. So um, they haven't added, yeah, to their team. Team. Have they, have they haven't added to their team. The, apart but from the a They've added and Rebic then, and yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's, it's, just a, it's just a, it's just a, yeah, it's, it's kind of like a, it's a decent team, but we should beat them. I think the names that we probably should look out for, um, Fio Hernandez is a good footballer. He's a good left-back. Yeah, well, and well. Yeah, and on the same side, you got Rafa Liao as well. Like, Liao is kind of a good talent, kind of quick, kind of direct. But obviously, Trent and seller on that same side, so we should look to yeah. dominate that side. And also, Kessie. Yeah. Um, Frank Kessie box to box eight he can go um, really good on the ball um, he can go forward go back he, he likes to have the ball you know what I'm saying so we shouldn't let him have the time on the ball to kind of dictate the game because I think the first leg against May United he played really really well like he dominated the game so yeah just don't let him have time on the ball but we we should be fine really man Okay uh, Marco
2: what, 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 what do you think is going to happen tomorrow?
1: You know what I haven't
3: watched AC Milan for years man like yeah. let me know I haven't watched Serie A since it stopped being shown on BT Sport a while ago or something like that, man. Like, I haven't watched them both there for time, so I can't even give you an in-depth upwatch, but I can give it to you from a Liverpool standpoint, innit? It is the first full house CL night in a long, long time, it, And I feel like that's what's going to carry us through, it, The crowd does a lot, and we've known this for quite some time, innit? But the crowds for an Anfield Champions League like where they've been itching to get back into the stadium, is going to be a buzz. Especially the match that it is its Liverpool East Milan football heritage. Like, who was yeah. it? It was Inzaghi still talking about the fact that he wants Milan to beat us because he's still hurting. That bro,
2: is... <laughs> I and I, I can't like Inzaghi, bruv. Like, you got it back in blood two years ago. Like, can't. Bro, like
3: you, like, like come on, like, man. Oh, like, 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 yeah. Like, so, itching. so yeah, like, come like, man. that is football heritage, heritage. So yeah, man, this it's gonna be an amazing Champions League night, man. And we're playing amazing, free flowing football at the moment. So it looks like I feel like we should win it. We might not blow them away. I feel like they have a good team, like Peter said. Um, Liao is somebody that. I've been aware of from FIFA. Not that that's ever gonna be a great metric to stand up to, but he looks like a tricky winger. I believe he was at Bush and Mas- Much and Gladbach beforehand. I watched a few games of him. Um, Florenzi, we know, is a known quantity technician. Um, Giroud, again, I think one of Giroud's most underrated qualities is his movement. And if you watch Leeds very carefully, Bamford's movement caused. Van Dijk and Matic, not issues, but he was able to get in and around them and pick up the ball in spaces where, I guess because Van Dijk's not at 100%, he's not marshalling those areas as well as he should be, Mm -hmm. Um, so we need to be aware of Giroud, and Giroud always used to score against us, Chelsea or Arsenal, and Giroud was, whenever we played Arsenal, Giroud is who I was mostly scared of, like, Ozil would be there, Sanchez had me a little frightened, but it was Giroud. Every single time I remember there was a 3 3, I believe, that um I think we will we turned it around. Um Ozil scored a little bounce over Minule, that little Erzul bounce that he did. And then it was 3 2, and I thought, yeah, you know what, we're gonna go on and win this game. Then Giroud scores out of nothing. I think somebody gets to the byline there yeah, and he whips it in from the maddest of corners or the maddest of angles. Giroud is a problem for me, isn't it, And remember
0: actually, I'll
3: what sorry? Remember that was four years ago, though. Just yeah, yeah. That. That's, that's a long time ago, and we've come on leaps and bounds since then, innit? But you know, Liverpool fans, we always have a bit of PTSD, man. Like, nah. <laughs> that honestly, even, in,
2: even, even now you're talking about Giroud, I remember him in the Super Cup, and he was causing hella problems. Yeah. yeah, he was
3: slapping Van Dyke's chest all game. So, I know me's would be happy to hear this, but that was a Super Cup that Chelsea should have won still, and like, they should have beat us still. I ah, well should have could have
2: would have in it. Um, yeah, he, 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 he yeah. didn't. So well, ah, well sorry lads. Um, but um, if you want one, my opinion on the game, I I'm gonna lie to you boys. I for the sake of the podcast, I know we have to talk about this, but I think we're gonna absolutely bop these guys. Um, I don't think they're great at all. Um, if I'm honest, like some of the guys that we're even talking about, um, like Kiar, uh, uh Giroud, the, the, what use, use, man? That they, these men are are in their early thirties. Um, they're slow. I feel like we're going to deal with them pretty well. Um, that Leo, you um Yeah, if this was 2017 and we had Lovren at the back, I would have probably been frightened. But nah, that, I, I'm going to say something that's going to be weird.
3: I, I don't think Van Dijk should actually play this game. I don't mind that. But I don't think you should. I think we're going to have to. And I, well, after discussing it with Ellis here in terms of... I think we were talking about it and Ellis was like, he feels like Van Dijk is somebody that can do the week-in, week-out thing regardless of the injury. Mm. Um, and Matic can't play two games in a row, I don't want to bring in two new faces.
2: Yeah, yeah, I He
3: be one of the two. And naturally, because Matic is so good, <laughs> especially he's able to look as good as Van Dijk in some games, you naturally put him there for the first CL game that we need to win.
2: Yeah, you know, you know, I'll, I'll actually take that back. You know what? I would say play Van Dijk for this first game, you know, let him feel the, and feel the atmosphere on the Champions League night. But Champions League, apart from if it's Atletico or um, AC Milan away, and even then, I wouldn't. I will would use that as a time to rest him. Um, I, I definitely wouldn't provoke this injury, even though I do believe he's a super athlete. And I feel like we've managed this injury well. I feel like he could have came back at the end of last summer, but he didn't, um, which is smart. I feel like we've managed, we've managed this injury well. I feel like Van Dyke is at maybe 80% at the moment. So we still need to. Bredenmen, but I think, we'll, I think I think I we'll, think we'll do well um tomorrow. So I'm gonna ask you guys um what are your score predictions for tomorrow, just before asking you one more question before we let off. So I'm gonna start with you, Peter. Uh, what do you think the score prediction, uh, score will be, and who do you think will be the goal scorers?
1: Um, I would say two 0 no. Um, and I think it'll be goals from goals from Joran Salah. 2 you
4: know. Okay. And Ellis? Yeah, same 2-0. I'm going to go outlandish. I'm going to say Van Dijk and Salah. It's not really outlandish, is it? Oh, interesting. All right.
2: And Marco, uh, what, what do you think is, uh, what do you think it's gonna to be tomorrow? I'm gonna to go over two 0 sweep and I'm gonna go Trent and Salah. Yeah, I'm gonna go even higher than that. Um I'm thinking three, four 0 um, I I honestly like I don't think you understand how much I have lost so much respect for Italian clubs and especially in this era of PMP, they're getting better at acquiring PMP. But I, I can see, especially Tomori, um, his PMP being probably his Achilles heel. He's probably going to try and do so many recovery runs that I don't know. Man, I, I'm just confident in it, and that's going to take me over to our whole campaign prediction. So, I'm going to start with you, Marco, again. Um, where do you think we're going to end this um camp this Champions League campaign and why?
3: Mm, okay, Champions League campaign. I'm happy you asked that. I didn't really want to divulge my Premier League one on the post. Oh, no, 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 no.
2: We, we the, yeah, the, the it, yeah, there's four super teams right now. We can't, we can't okay. Let's
0: keep
2: it quiet.
1: Yeah, man, listen, listen, man, like bear injury. <laughs> After piling the United, pressure on my United the way Judah powers the pressure on other teams yeah, 22 22, 22 22
2: 22 22, spent over hundred M's, United got Ronaldo, City spent hundred M's on Greenish, Chelsea spent hundred M's on Lukaku. What we just when went to
3: we went to the fish it. market and got a little thirty-five mil chump change, like Lukaku. we just smashed a little thing. <laughs> Listen,
2: but, man, it's people. It's peak, but sorry, Marco,
3: Karen. Yo, yeah, well, I say uh, let's go quarters. I feel like I feel like we can do better than that. I feel like we're gonna come up against a great team. There's quite a few good teams in pot two. In um, I can't remember, but I remember the draw. <laughs> I remember the draw. I was
1: shitting myself. No, no obviously. Lo- Loads of teams won the league that they shouldn't have in it. So yeah, little that's won the it, league. Right. Won a lot league, of so that's why two, yeah. in
3: pot one. Yeah, thank you, Peter. A lot of the teams that should be in pot one knocked on to pot two, mm-hmm. and I remember being shook on that Champions League draw. Um So I-, I think we come up against a hard team in the round of 16. I feel like we sh- were doing okay in the Premier League, and we prioritise the Premier League. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we go out the following round after winning the round of 16. So yeah, let's say
4: quarters maybe semis, innit? All right, Ellis. Uh semis, I said on the main podcast, I think this club, the, uh, this lads, they got one more in them. So mm-hmm. I'm saying semis and, and if you're getting to quarters with uh big respect to uh Nat Phillips and them man. Well, if you're getting quarters with them man, uh, come on man. <laughs>
2: It, and, 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 and yeah, and, the, and it was and it was light work as well. Getting to the, I am saying
4: let's respect
2: life. Um,
1: Pierre, what about you? Did, you? did you know how Marco's saying quarters? Because I know his Premier League prediction is.
0: Out <laughs> 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 like, 104 oh, like you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it is, like, I can't be screaming double <laughs> I can't discreet double.
3: Like, I have to keep
1: it easy. <laughs> I know he's thinking We're gonna do a mad little premier league that we're just gonna keep it light in the quarters. The Marco's a sick man, <laughs> sick,
0: sick man.
1: <laughs> but um too well, bro. Um, I say I say semis. I think, yeah, this team, I think Champions League always suits us well, especially on the clock. It's a, t- it's a competition where if you've got firepower, you go far. And I feel like our attack when they space spacing behind, our tech does well, you know what I'm saying? We don't get the behind in the Premier League. So, like, Champions League, we get in behind, we tend to do well. Yeah, semifinals, why not, man? And then from there, it's anyone's game.
2: Okay. Uh, if you want to know my prediction, actually, um, and this is going to surprise you as one of the most negative people in the chat, but we're going to win this shit, man. I can't lie to you. yeah um, the Reason why is like. if, you look, if you look at last season and our Champions League campaign, I would honestly say the only reason we didn't win the whole thing was because we had no centre backs and against Real Madrid, even the even the second leg, with oh, and also we got our fans back as well. So even in the second leg, I felt like we could have really brought the game back. Maybe even we really could have brought the game back if we had the fans on our back trying to push us forward to get as many goals as possible. And if we're going off last season, I can't lie to you, apart from the teams in the Prem, no one's really improved. uh oh, Sorry, PSG with Messi. Sorry, yeah. I forgot about that. But apart from them, and even them, they're a or drown club. So the jury's still out on the whole heritage with them. So we don't know. But I honestly don't see a lot of teams better than us in the, in the Champions League. Um, Chelsea might cause a bit of problems, but even today, they just won one. I think they they just beat Sen- Zenit AP Petersburg 1-0. So that might be a bit, you know, and it's hard for teams to retain it. So I think we'll win it, you know. Um, I could be wrong. Um, if you want to co- reference back to this pod and laugh and come into my mentions and say, yeah, you, you thought you win the Champions League, then cool. But I think we'll win it, man. And I think that's the perfect place to end it on some positivity um, from the n- most negative person in the cop and group chat at, at this moment in time. I want to thank these gentlemen for being with me for the last one hour twenty five minutes recording, talking about the club that we love the most. Um, if you want to catch more of us, we're on Patreon. Just subscribe from three pounds a month. We've got we've got so many shows. Um, Peter last week, Peter and Mike dropped a new show called Bantics. Amazing, uh, amazing show. I was, I was I was able to catch a bit of it, but then my manager called me to start work, so I'm sorry about that, Peter. I'll get back to it. There's going to be a post-match, a post-match a pod after the Champions League game tomorrow. We're going to have a preview pod for the Palace game and a post-match pod for the Palace game. So definitely sign up to the, to the Patreon. There's going to be a lot more stuff than just post-match with previews. So definitely sign up. Ellis, Marco, Peter, thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, and everyone else, have a great week. Up the Reds and let's do this. Peace. Peace.
0: Network.